Let us pray. Tonight, Lord, we come in your presence. Thank you for your saving grace. We give you glory and we give you honor. Lord, we pray that you speak to us tonight. We surrender our hearts to you. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Praise God. We have friends from Standard High. They have come today and they have been baptized. We welcome you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I would ask you to raise your hands. Those that have come from Standard High. Wonderful. Praise God. And the others who have been baptized, also raise your hand. Wonderful. Yeah, what a great day. Yes. Uh, praise God. There is a prayer request here from Sister Macklin. Uh, she said she's uh, asking prayers on behalf of her sister, Kemirembe, who is suffering from teeth, teethache. All her teeth are sick. She told me she, she spits blood all the time. I believe God can heal her. For I have great testimonies from here. So let us remember her in prayer. Loving, kind, heavenly Father, we pray for Kemirembe, Kemirembe Savior. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, you made a hard thief. The Holy Spirit molded them, Lord. Therefore, we pray that you have mercy upon her. As we stand in the gap for her to pray, may the power of the Holy Spirit come upon her, Lord, wherever she is. Touch her, Lord. Let the power of the devil be destroyed out of her teeth. And let the Holy Spirit bring healing that should recover from the attack of the enemy. In the name of Jesus Christ, I Amen. Amen. Praise God. Uh, now we are continuing from our subject on what was the Holy Ghost given for. Mighty subject. We have shared it for many services. So we hope tonight we shall finish it. Why did God send the Holy Spirit upon the We have seen a lot. But one that we saw last 
last of previously we saw that he gives you may be seated we saw that he gives the power in prayer and also gives the power of speech and then the power of holy life Ah, he gives the power of speech. Power of prayer. And then the power to live a holy life. You see, I don't see why people get worried. And they wonder. Shall I manage? Shall I manage to live without this thing? I have tried in my life to overcome this habit. I have vowed many times to never repeat it and I go back to it. Now how can I? I know how difficult it is. But God gave the Holy Spirit to take that out of you. It is not you doing it. It is not you overcoming. It is the Holy Spirit in you overcoming. He will take it out of your life. He will take all those cans out of you. You say, I can't overcome this. I can't defeat this. I can't do without doing this. Let the Holy Spirit come in your life. He will take those cans out of you. He will give you power for a holy living life. Oh, hallelujah, praise God. Is to give action to the preacher. We have seen many things, but now here we are action to the preacher. Action. Not action. Action. Is to give to the preacher. It's uh, it's to give unction to the preacher. Is to give holiness to the group. When they receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit on the door of Pentecost. And then it attracted the people in Jerusalem. And they started laughing and wondering and saying these people are drunk. And mocking. Amidst that. Peter stood. And said 
These people are not drunk as you suppose. For this is the third hour of the day. But this is what was promised by prophet uh, Joel. That in the last days I pour my spirit upon all spoke with such unction. With such power. Brother Branham said it must have been for about 15 minutes. Brother Branham agamba chirebika yogerera okumalira chikanga 15. At the end of the service. The men screamed on their own. Abasajja ne balekana bokka. Trembling. Ngabakankana. Men and brethren. What can we do? Chichiche tubatukola. What shall we do? Chiche tukola chetubatukola. The Bible said they were pricked. At their hearts. Now what gives a preacher that? Is it a natural ability? Is it being eloquent? No. It is the of the Holy Spirit. He gives the anction to the preacher. He gives you power in prayer. He gives you power to live a holy life. He gives you power to overcome your challenges. He gives you power to overcome your habits. He takes the love of the world out of you. No wonder the Bible says He that loves the world and the things of the world the love of the Father is not in Him. The love of the world is simply the absence of the love of the, fa of the Father. And the love of the Father is brought by the Holy Spirit. It is the joy of the Lord's salvation. When you have the joy of salvation, it gives you to enjoy the things of God. And as you enjoy the things of God, your heart is, is burning with, with the love of God. Burning with the love of he things of heaven. Love with spiritual songs. There is an anointing, there is a satisfaction. There is that joy that burns in your heart and you feel like crying. You feel like weeping. You feel like laughing. You feel like singing. You feel like rejoicing. And when that is going on, the world and its things look dead. They look dead. They look meaningless. So if you love the world, all the things of the world, it's because the love of God is missing. That's why you see these women wanting to wear mini skirts and things and things. Twisting. 
what they are lacking is the love of God. If they were filled with the love of God in their hearts, those things will look dead. They look dead. Paul said, Paul I'm crucified to the world. And the, the world is crucified to me. Praise God. Oh, one writer said, when they hung up a victim on the cross, they left them there. And the following day, they would be torn to pieces by dogs. And their intestines and whatever are scattered all around there. It's a dirty place you don't want to look there. So when Paul said, I'm crucified to the world, he meant when the world looks at me it is like a place of crucifixion and also when I look at it that's what I see it's dirty it's dead it does not attract me I don't attract it, it doesn't attract it. When you're full of the love of God, that's what happens. I am born again. I'm a child of God. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to God. My kingdom is the kingdom above. You're full of that love and fire. The Holy Ghost causes that. And he gives unction to the preacher. And when Peter preached that sermon, 3,000 souls were convicted and came to the Lord. They were baptized in one service. 15 mean sermon. What does that? The Holy Ghost does. Praise God. Yes. It's to give holiness to the group. A church without the Holy Spirit is a church where sin is going on. But when the Holy Spirit begins to come, you feel members. The Holy Spirit will give you holiness. Amen. Amen. Is to set the church in order. Is to bring a unity of spirit. Is to unite us together with power. We are united by power. You see, if you have the spirit in you, the Holy Spirit in you and I have the Holy Spirit in me automatically that makes us one. 
that attracts the Holy Spirit in me attracts me to you. It is the same Holy Spirit. And I feel you are my real brother. I feel you are my real sister. Why? The same Spirit in me is the same Spirit in you. Amen. Amen. So the Holy Spirit does that. He will knit the believers together. No wonder the Bible says those who believed in those days they were in one soul. They were in one place. They had one soul. And they had one mind. If you touched on one, you touched the other. Amen. Amina. One soul. One mind. One place. Worshiping God. Sharing things. Equally. And no one said that the things I have are mine. This is my food. No, it is our food. This is my car. You never say like that in the book of Acts. It is our time. It is our job. It is our motorbicycle. It is ours. If you have need or if you need it. Help yourself. If you want it, if you need it, help. Help. help yourself. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To bring unity of spirit is to unite us together with power. Is to unite us together with love. Brotherly love. I don't care if you are a Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian, Lutheran, whatever you are. If we've been by one Holy Spirit baptized into one body, and become members of the body of Jesus Christ. There is nothing present, nothing future, hunger, starvation, nothing can separate us from the love of God. The love of God. The love of Christ. That is because we are born of his spirit. Washed in his blood. We are new creature. That's what God came to do. That is what the Holy Spirit is Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He came to do that. Bring us together, one heart, one mind. 
You're my brother. You're my sister. Hold me by the hand. Together we will stand. Till Jesus comes. There is no foe that can separate us. There is no foe that can defeat us. If we are walking side by side. As long as there is love. We will start. Your enemy is my enemy. Your foe is my foe. If you pain, I pain. If you have joy, I have joy. That's what does it. The Holy Spirit brings that. Because the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit is in, in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you say you got it, and your guilt of these, I wonder what's leading you. God will never lead you off the word. He will keep you with the word. Because that is God's own laws. Of his spirit. For his people. For women and men. You say, well, it don't harm me to do this. That. The word of God says it does. And if the word, the Holy Spirit is in you, it will lead you right to the word. There will be no excuses. God don't make alterations or excuses. Now, Kati. you cannot say, many people today say, I have the Holy Spirit. And they, they are wearing makeup. And they say, it doesn't harm me. It does. They say, I have the Holy Spirit. And they, they backbite. They say, I have the Holy Spirit. And they lie. They say, I have the Holy Spirit. And they deny the word. And they say, the Holy Spirit led me. The Holy Spirit will never lead you away from the Bible. Because he's the one who wrote the Bible. So he cannot take you away from the Bible. He takes you to the truth. He said, Jesus said, he shall guide you to all truth. Now, you're filled with something. You can't sit there without being full of something. You've got a life in you. That life governs you. And that life is governed by a spirit. Now you might be full of the world. Loving the world. All the things of the world. God be merciful to you. 
Every person is full of something. You are there full of the world. The spirit of the world. You think of bombastic things of the world. You might be full of creeds from, from some church. Some little prayers that you say. Those prayers they recite. You may be full of religion. That's worse yet. The Bible says in the last days there will be very religious. Having a form of godliness. But denying the power thereof. From such turn away. You are there full of the world. You are thinking of the world. The love of the things of the, in the world. Oh, you're there. Full of religion. He says that's the worst. You'd rather be full of something else than the world. I mean, than, than religion. There are people who are very they are filled with, with religion. Not the word of God. Not the spirit of God. Religion. That is worse. You can easily deliver someone who is a drunkard. Or a thief. Than someone who is filled with the spirit of religion. Because the Bible says they shall be having a form of godliness. But denying the power thereof. From such turn away. Mm. And then again, you may be full of the Holy Ghost. That is wonderful. It's wonderful to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. In the Bible they say, and Philip full of the Holy Ghost. He spoke with power. Oh, I want to be full of the Holy Spirit. Everywhere. Like drunk. In the spirit. Amen. I hope you are. And if you're not. I hope you get full. And if you're full of the Holy Spirit. What you got. You got power. You got love. You got peace. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives you. You got peace. You are sealed. 
You've got a sign. You've got rest. You've got joy unspeakable and full of glory. You are anchored. Oh That's what you are. With the Holy Ghost. If you've got full of the Holy Ghost, you're passed from death and life. Waiting for the general resurrection on the last day. You see a person who is full of the Holy Ghost. He's full of that. He is full of joy. It is ever bubbling and burning in his heart. You're ever singing and feeling a sweetness burning in your heart. You're full of Peace. You are settled. Nothing is going to bother you. If someone tells you, I'm going to chop your head off. You say, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. What shall separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus? If you chop my head off, you help me to go to heaven now. You are at, you are, you are rested, you are, you are in peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul, Paul, Brother Bram said when they were preparing for the gallows where they were going to 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 head to chop his head. That's where he spoke those powerful words. I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. I'm waiting for the reward that is prepared for me. Not only me, but all those who are waiting for his coming. I fought a good fight. I pray at the end of my journey I'll be able to speak like that. I have fought a good fight. And what will make me say that is to see God's children who are standing in the power of the Holy Spirit who are full of the word of God and who are firm and I know that my laboring day and night has not been in vain. People are who cannot be shaken by any interpretation of man. They are firm in the word of God. Then I can say I have found a good I have kept the faith. I have reached the end of the journey. I am waiting for the reward awaiting for me. Oh, praise God. 
So there is peace. Mirembe. Mirembe. There is peace. You remember the story of a sister who was in a ship. And then something happened to the ship engine. And the tempest was very strong. And the ship could not move the way it should. It, it became weak, lost the strength. And the the, the captain tried to switch on. And it wasn't switching on. And then he received a call from the headquarters. And they told him, you are remaining with 30 minutes to reach the shore. He also told them, I'm in trouble. The engine has gone off. And the tempest is very strong. So, he announced to the people, we are remaining with 30 minutes to reach the shore. But we are in trouble here. In 30 minutes, we will be either at the shore or at the bottom of the sea. Therefore, everybody pray upon God. And there was that old woman there in the ship. She was just singing. Hallelujah, my God is good. And then the people there, everyone was panicking. Praying. For her, she was just singing. And the captain looking at her, shouted at her. Woman, woman did you hear what I said? She said, yes, I heard you very well. You said we pray because the 30 minutes we shall be at the bottom of the sea or at the, at the shore. But before I came in here, I came prayed So I have no reason panicking. I'm prayed at. I'm prayed up. And where I'm going, I'm going to meet my daughter. And a month ago, another daughter of mine went to glory. So in 30 minutes, I'm going to be with one of them. If I'll not be with the one on the other side, I'll be with the one on the other side. So I'm not worried. Whatever happens is okay. If I sink, it's okay. If I float, it's okay. If I live, it's okay. If I die, it's okay. All are okay for the glory of God. All things work together for good to them that are in Christ Jesus. That is peace, friends. That is peace. When you have peace, you are anchored. You are settled. There is nothing that the devil can scare you with. He cannot intimidate you. He cannot threaten you. If I sleep, 
is good. If the devil takes away my sleep in the night, it is also good. Because now I'm going to pray. Now you have nothing to worry about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is peace. You're like a sheep and its anchor is very tight down there amidst the rocks nothing can shake and take that sheep out of its position the Holy Ghost brings peace and you feel you're not afraid of anything oh hallelujah hallelujah if I die now, I will go to rest. If I don't die now, I will be changed. My flesh will be changed during the rapture. I already passed from death. I entered into life. I am a child of God. Nothing will threaten me. In the world to come, through our Lord Jesus Christ and the whole, and who see and who seen Him coming in glory, majesty, the sea will give up its dead, the uncorruptible bodies of those sleep in Him. So, sleep in Him. How do you get it in Him by one Spirit? We are over. Listen to this. Do you know why a Christian is not afraid? The most fearful things that comes to people. It is death. But you a Christian. The word says that the best thing that could ever happen to you is your death. You fear death because you are an unbeliever. But if you are if you are not an unbeliever, you wouldn't even fear death. Because when you die, where do you go? You're going in the presence of God. And you wait for the resurrection. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, why do you fear? Why do you fear? I have friends here. I wouldn't want to leave them behind. But if I leave you behind, but I have more friends up there than you here. Paul is there. Peter is there. Brother Branham is there. Wesley is there. And many more. Mary is there. Magdalene is there. The Susanna is there. The Dolucas are there. Why do you fear? Whether you live, you live for the Lord. If you go there, you go to the Lord. So you don't have to fear. That is why the other woman said, if I go yonder, I'm going to meet my living daughter there. If we drop to the, to the depth of the ocean, in a few minutes I will go and meet my other daughter. Who, but I, also, I would also want to see her. Ever since she went, I desire to see her. 
So whatever happens, let it happen. Those ones who are hurrying, you hurry. Panic. Those ones who are panicking, you panic. If you are panicking, you panic. Me, I came praying. And I'm in spirit. I'm not convicted of of any sin. Being alive, I'm ready. And even dying, I'm ready. So you're all ever ready. Being alive, I am ready to be alive to meet whatever thing that comes my way. And when I die, I'm also ready to go to heaven. That is the person filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Right. Blessed are the dead that die in the Lord. How are you going to get in? By one Holy Spirit. By one spirit, we are baptized into the body. They die in the Lord from henceforth. For they rest from their labors. And their works do follow them. They rest from paying rent. The rest from their labors. The rest from debts and troubles. So blessed are they. The rest from school fees. The rest. Amen. <laughs> That's what the Holy Ghost was sent for. Oh, blessed assurance. Oh, Mukisa, Jesus is mine. Yes, I'm in him. And he's in me. The Father in me. In him, and he's, the, he's in the Father. And the Father is in me, and I in him. Praise God. Amen. That's what the Holy Spirit was given me. Another thing. Uh-huh. When I went over to Rome, I noticed that they, everyone had a Roman spirit. When I went to Greece, they had a, a, a Grecian spirit. I went to England, they all had an English spirit. When you go to places, you find, then you find the American spirit. Uh, you catch the context. Then you find it's terrible. Brother Branham said that every nation you go, you meet its spirit. In Rwanda, it has its spirit. 
In Congo, there is a spirit there. In Sudan, they have a spirit. In Kenya, there is a spirit there. If I, if I had time, I would have described for you the spirit that is upon the Sudanese. I would have described the spirit upon the Kenyans. I would describe the spirit upon the Rwandese. Uganda is a country with a better spirit. But it is also evil. Because it is not a holy spirit. I don't remember who, but somebody was telling me something the other day. How, how, uh, how he likes Uganda. He was telling me how there is a friendly spirit. In Uganda. Anyway, there is no good spirit but the Holy Spirit. But every nation has a spirit. You can look at someone and say, this, is, this person must be a Congolese. I look at someone who said that. This must be a Kenyan. By characteristics. You can look at someone who said this must be Rwanda, from Rwanda. By the characteristics. Yes, even among whites. They are all white. But you can look at someone and say, this one is an Italian. Not by looks. By the spirit on them. And here the brother Bram said, the American spirit is the worst. It's horrible. He said, when I went into the San Angelo's Catacombs at Rome. San Angelos. Catacombs Catacombs at Rome. Catacombs. Catacombs is a place like a rainbow where they bury the saints. What they call the saints. They had a sign up there. Please, American women. Put on clothes to honor the dead. Brother Branham being an American, he felt ashamed of his country. Can you imagine? You are in another country far away from home. And they are rebuking the women of your country to put on clothes to honor the dead. American spirit. That is why people here wear naked because they think America is great. They want to copy. But a genuine American feels ashamed of that. Watch them get off the airplane. 
And them little clothes on and everybody got looking at them. And here comes Miss America. That's American spirit. You can tell where she's from. Dressed up boy. Holding a little all his snotty nose. Puddy dog behind her. She's an American. America. Remember the one who's speaking here is American. Miss America. Walk down, you know, stra strutting like that. Right. She's got American spirit. But Jesus, Jesus said, He testified against it that day. He said, you are from this earth below. I'm from above. And if you got the spirit of Christ in you, you are from above. Then you are a stranger. So God gives as the Holy Spirit to give us the spirit of the kingdom of heaven. We are not Ugandans. We are not Congolese. We are not Kenyans. We are not Tanzanians. We are not Sudanese. We are heavenly people. The spirit of heaven is a spirit of decency. Holiness. Power. Hallelujah. Americans have their spirit. The Congolese have their spirit. The Randis have their spirit. Ugandans have their spirit. If I had time to describe this, the Ugandan spirit is a laziness. And they call the lady, okay. are you going lady? Someone will tell that's a Ugandan. That's a Ugandan. Because that is strange. They have <laughs> they have vain peace. The peace they don't have. The Congolese spirit. <laughs> go down. Go down. That is the Congolese spirit. Give them a guitar. You give them a guitar. Even though you don't give them anything else. <laughs> Those are the Congolese. The Kenyans also have their spirit. Where we? Tokanjani. Very rough. That is the spirit in Kenya. Huh? I mean, Kakati. Now, 
the American spirit America. is a spirit of indecency in, in women. That's the Kenyan spirit. But now, the spirit of heaven. Now, the spirit of heaven. Of, of our kingdom. Us that are here. Us that are here. That's our spirit. The spirit of our country. Because here there is no Uganda. Here there is no Sudanese. There, no there, there is no Sudanese. There is no Congo. Is the spirit of decency. Is the spirit of holiness. Is the spirit of power. That's what Brother Bram said. That's what the bro that's what Brother, Brother Branham said. I think it was in the message. Uh, five definite identifications of, of the true church of the kingdom of God. Of the living God. They are five definite identifications of the true church of the living God. And when Jesus said, there are people who are standing here that shall never see death until they see the kingdom of God coming in power. What does that mean? When was the kingdom of God to come in power? It was on the door Pentecost when the Holy Ghost came. So when the Holy Spirit comes in you, the kingdom of God has come in you. And the spirit of the kingdom of God, it's a spirit of decency. You don't need to be told not to wear a miniskirt. You don't need to be told that is tight on you, sister. You don't need to be told, you know, sister, that, that neck is too long. Your breasts are out. The Holy Spirit will tell you this is not decent enough. It's a spirit of decency. Once you receive the Holy Spirit, you can't feel comfortable anymore. When you dress indecently, so these guys are telling, are lying, who tell us they have the Holy Spirit because they speak in tongues. And their women are putting on silits up to here. And their mini skirts are if to anywhere, to, to whatever. And the painted lips and whatever. whatever. And their boys with funny haircuts. And they claim they have the Holy Spirit. No decency. He has no integrity to stand. 
talk about Jesus people will look at the way he looks and then they will, they will speak each other because even them they can't do that. they can't even do that now this one who is telling you to get born again is putting on something her dresses are not yet born again and she's telling us to get saved her hair is not yet saved she has cut funny hairstyles and she's telling us to get we get born again and look like you I wouldn't want my son to look like you you mean that is the religion I should bring in my house it's a spirit of decency. It's a spirit of holiness. Once you get the Holy Spirit, the unholy things, you detest them. They, they detest you. You detest drinking. You detest smoking. You detest adultery. You detest immorality. Filthy. Filthy. For a man who is not your husband. Playing around you. You feel like vomiting. When you imagine what he's trying to do. One sister told me recently that a man for him and started to involuntarily she gave her stuff. Now she was asking him, is it sin? Can I repent? I said yes. It is wrong. You shouldn't have reacted that way. But it really sparked her. Without thinking. When you have the spirit of the kingdom of God. You detest those things. Spirit of holiness. And the spirit of power. They shall lay hands on the sick. The sick shall recover. They shall cast out demons. You cannot be a real, a real agent of the kingdom of God. Really representative. And you tell me demons come and strangle you at night. And you know when I open, when I put off the light, that man comes on me and defile me. Shame on you. You need to be slapped too. Stop being silly. How can you be that weak? I'm exaggerating. You don't need slap. You need the balsam of the Holy Spirit. Uh -uh, no, not even the balsam of the Holy Spirit. You need to be serious with God. The Holy Spirit is too powerful for that. 
just someone who has accepted Christ and made a serious decision and loves God. He reads the word and he prays even if he is not yet filled with the Holy Spirit. Demons have no business fooling around you. They know you don't belong to them. You have no connection. There was somebody the other day who told me that you know demons are really very naughty. You know, he has a relative. The other day he was sleeping. Something came and it sucked blood out of her stomach. Out of his stomach, it sucked blood, real sucking. And another time, he was sleeping. It came and sucked from the hand, real sucking. Katisa was not, he's in fear. People are in great problems you have never seen. Those people who do not have Jesus, they are in great sorrow you have never imagined. Something puts a straw in you and it sips your blood. <laughs> now that person can run through the world. They tell them a witch doctor is in Tanzania who will save you from that. He can run up to there. Some of them even are wearing groceries. They are in religions. But demons really attack them in a way you cannot imagine. If you are in the kingdom of God, how can a demon sip your blood? What is it, what is it looking for? They can't even come near to you because you are in power. You are surrounded by power. If you, they are still sipping your blood and the things disturbing in well, such a way, something is wrong. They can't even come near you. Hell knows you and it even fears you. Demon said, with power we know. Jesus we know. Listen. Those demons which you think are very strong that they even suck blood. The weakest Christian. Just chase them with a simple prayer. It is a kingdom of power. Amen. Amina. Purity of thought. Purity of mind. Power and love. Going to the lost. Healing the sick. Performing miracles. Doing great things. 
Then to the world you look crazy. And they say them guys are off their mind. But your citizen of the kingdom What is the Holy Ghost? God in you. What is it for? To continue his work among his people. To bring his church together. To bring the church to a place. In this day. Far beyond Lutheran, Methodist, Pentecostals. Pentecost. Far beyond that. It's a place to adoption. Of the rapturing grace. That when this part of the church, when the spirit moves into this church, here, it will raise and it will bring forth all the redeemed that touch that spirit to resurrection. Those Lutherans who stood there with all the light they had in those methods that fell on. On the floor, and they throw to water. They throw water in their face. From the spirit striking them through sanctification. Pentecostals that walked up and down the street and called them tongues to lang. Jabaras and in the good lang in the guzel lang. Language and all that they will stand in the righteousness in the sight of God at that day. Listen. You have not understood this. The Holy Ghost was given in this generation to raise all of them who were attached by the Holy Ghost. During the times of the Methodists, they could be filled with the Holy Spirit in this revival sanctification. And they could be as if they were dead. They could pour water on them thinking they were almost dying. Then in the Lutheran age, they got a portion. Even the Pentecostal, they got another portion. Now, us in our generation, God has given us the Holy Spirit in fullness. All those our brethren who died having received that touch of the Spirit that they will raise. Another thing here. You cannot go to judgment. He that hears my words and believes. No man can believe until he's got the Holy Ghost. And believe in him that sent me. When the Holy Spirit has satisfied of his resurrection. As eternal life. Never come to judgment. Pass from death to life. Praise God. Listen. He who believes me, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me. Now that word he believes it is being filled with the Holy Spirit. That is when you get that through your belief. I know now. 
has eternal life. And he has passed from death into eternal life. And he will not stand on the day of judgment. You will not be judged. You have already got eternal life. You have already passed from death entered into eternal life. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the last quote here is a prayer. Sarah. And tomorrow night, Lord, may there come such a rushing mighty wind fall into this building that will be just like another day of Pentecost. Oh, how many long for such a moment. May we stay on our knees in prayer that God will give us such a mighty visitation. Please, I beg you in the name of the Lord. Go and seriously seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You could come and stay here in this church. Praying day and night. I want to come here. As sometimes I come here in the night to pray. And I want to find you here seeking the Holy Spirit. Praying, seeking. God who is rich in mercy. He will fulfill his promise to you by giving you the Holy Spirit. The foundation has been laid. Everything is ready. The ox are killed. The fatlings are killed. The rams are killed. The table is set. The guests are invited. Oh Lord, send a jubilee of Pentecost. Tomorrow night in this building, and fill every soul with a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Granted, Father, we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. We and this subject. We have shared it for about eight services. But if we share it like this, just to have the knowledge of it, it is not good. We share it that people will go to hunger and thirst. How do we get the Holy Spirit? What is the formula? What can we do? The scripture says, blessed are they that thirst and hunger after righteousness for they shall be fed. Go to hungering. Go to thirsting. Lord, please, Bambi. I can't rest. I can't take for an answer. No answer. I need the Holy Spirit. Lord, Mukama. give it to me. Mumpe. He will give it to you. Amen. Amen. As on the day of Pentecost, fire, fall on me. Fire, 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 
fire fall on me. Oh, fire, 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 fire fall on Hallelujah, as on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah, as on the day of Pentecost. Oh, fire, 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 fire. Oh, fire, 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 fire. Hallelujah, as on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah, as on the day of Pentecost. Fire, fire. Oh, fire. Fire, follow. Hallelujah, as on the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah, as on the day of Pentecost. Fire, fire. With our heads bowed and eyes closed. How many can say I'm going to stay before God? I'm going to seek God his face for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Brother, I feel the same. Even if you ever received the experience, please I beg you go and seek we don't just need a, a, a historical experience for reference. We need the fresh present tense experience living and walking in the power of the Holy Ghost manifesting it everywhere you go and it is acting in you that's what we need that's what will bring the results Heavenly Father I pray for your children they need you they desire to have the Holy Spirit may you have mercy Lord as we pray as we seek as we stay before you that you remember Lord that you be kind merciful and compassionate to help us Lord to send the Holy Spirit in us and upon us grant it Father even as we leave this place tonight may you go with us may you prosper your children fight their battles Lord give them the victory Lord bless them at their places of work bless them at home bless them at school those who don't have jobs give them jobs those who don't don't have capital, give them capital. I commit them to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord bless you.
Don't remember the service on Wednesday with a visitor from Zimbabwe. And don't remember to pray for my trip to Hoima. You are dismissed. Today, go with the peace of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.